Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai Elantra. Winner of the ALG Residual Value Award two years in a row. This is AutoLine Daily for January 5th. After the break, we'll get into the December sales numbers, but for now, the rest of the news. And the news is, you better move over, Nano. There's a new ultra-cheap car in town. Yesterday, Indian automaker Bajaj introduced a new low-priced vehicle called the RE60. Notice I said vehicle because the company's not calling it a car, instead referring to it as a four-wheeler. Pretty generic. After all, shopping carts have four wheels. The RE60 is not aimed at everyday consumers, but instead at rickshaw drivers. It has luxury amenities not currently available on today's tuk-tuks. Things like a hardtop roof, windows, and gasp, seatbelts. Bajaj did not announce a price, but rickshaws in India typically cost around $2,200. One analyst estimated the RE60 would cost about 25% more, which would bring the total to about 2,800 buckaroos. Some important news for Chrysler. Fiat just increased its stake in the Auburn Hills-based automaker. It now owns 58.5%. Surprisingly, the yet-to-be-revealed Dodge Dart is the reason for this announcement. Back in 2009, Chrysler promised the U.S. Treasury Department it would produce and sell a mass-market vehicle in the United States that delivers an unadjusted combined fuel economy rating of 40 miles per gallon. The key word there is unadjusted. But the Treasury said, you do that, and we'll let you take more ownership in Chrysler. We'll have the latest on the Dodge Dart on Monday, so stay tuned. The California Air Resources Board is looking to cut the carbon content of fuel. It wants to clean up the state's air by pulling 10% of the carbon out of today's gasoline and diesel by 2020. It also wants to boost fuel efficiency to 55 miles per gallon by 2025. And that'll save drivers money at the pump, but of course, it's going to cost them thousands of dollars up front when they purchase a new vehicle. Car makers and oil companies are resisting this, with Ford leading the fight. You can bet this is a story we are going to be watching closely. Tata had a big day at the New Delhi Auto Expo, showing off several new vehicles and concepts. The next generation Safari Storm is an SUV powered by a 2.2-liter engine made into a five-speed automatic. Tata also revealed a concept version of the Nano that can run on gasoline and CNG. Next is a diesel hybrid concept called the Indigo Manza, which Tata claims is both a series and a parallel hybrid. A solar panel mounted to the roof helps charge the battery as well. And lastly, the company also showed a fuel cell bus concept called the Starbus. Tata says it's up to three times more efficient than a conventionally powered bus. Speaking of new reveals at a car show, BMW is previewing it, what it will have at next week's Detroit Auto Show. The sixth generation 3 Series will be on display, and now it comes in three different trim levels. All of its engines feature BMW's twin power turbo technology, 
and are mated to an 8-speed automatic. Making its world premiere is BMW's Active Hybrid 5, which gets 40 mpg city and 44 mpg on the highway based on the European test cycles. Next up is the M5, which will debut an all-new 4.4-liter V8 with its twin-power turbo technology. It delivers an eye-popping 560 horsepower and 605 foot-pounds of torque. And lastly are BMW's iConcepts. The i3 is the company's first pure electric, which features a lightweight materials and design, and the i8 is a plug-in hybrid that combines the electric drive system of the i3 with a three-cylinder engine. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at how car sales finished up in the American market last month, and the numbers are impressive. Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life. December was a good month for selling new vehicles in the American market. Wards reports that sales came in at more than 1.2 million units, and that's up nearly 9% compared to a year ago. And that translates into a seasonally annualized rate of 13.5 million vehicles. And truck sales grew faster than car sales. Indeed, some trucks posted spectacular increases. Sales of the Jeep Grand Cherokee surpassed 17,000 units, and that's a 36% increase. Ford sold over 68,000 F-Series pickups, and that's the kind of sales number that we haven't heard about in years. All told, trucks accounted for more than 52% of the market. While car sales did not increase as much as trucks, they were up. And once again, the Toyota Camry grabbed the number one sales slot with nearly 33,500 units sold. Everyone else was far behind, and one area of note, sales of the Honda Accord were down 40%. In fact, the Accord just barely outsold the Hyundai Sonata. Honda managed to sell 327 more Accords. In fact, Honda was one of the very few automakers to see its sales go down last month. It was down nearly 19%. While some individual brands saw sales go down, Honda was the only major manufacturer to lose sales and market share. The biggest winners include Mercedes up 49%, Kia up 42%, Chrysler 37%, and Volkswagen up 36%. Those are massive year-over-year -year gains. Interestingly, Asian automakers lost three points of market share, the U.S. automakers grabbed 1.7 of those points, while the Europeans grabbed 1.3. For the industry, this was a very good month, at least as measured, in the new normal. It gives automakers good momentum to carry into 2012, and the numbers suggest the market could grow by close to a million units this year. But it's definitely going to be a dogfight. The Japanese automakers will now have the production they need to fight their way back. The Koreans hope to get more volume. The Europeans believe they're only going to grow, and the Americans say they're only getting started. As an industry enthusiast, I cannot wait to watch this battle. Hey, don't forget to join us tonight for AutoLine After Hours. We'll be going behind the scenes at the Detroit Auto Show. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider discussion in this business. You can catch that at 7 p.m. Eastern Time tonight at AutoLine.tv. And next week, 
We'll be webcasting live from the Detroit Auto Show at noon on both days, Monday and Tuesday. The Chrysler Group is our signature sponsor of those shows, and we're going to be interviewing some of the top executives in the industry, as well as showing you the latest car cars revealed at the show. And of course, you can catch all that as well at Autoline.tv. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.